Dear friends, I need your kind permission to address ourselves as the children of the divide. This is our true heritage. This is where we belong. Somehow or other, down the line, we have forgotten it. And as members of the Vedanta Society, the purpose of Vedantic education is to rehabilitate ourselves to our lost glory. That is what we are here for. We are trying to expose ourselves to such man-making, character-building, noble ideas, absorbing and assimilating which the quality of our personality will improve. We will no more be victims of our passions, which makes us a lesser, lesser specimen of human being, but holding on to which will be able to grow to such a dimension, spiritually, not physically, will able to grow to such a dimension where we will experience the oneness with the divine. That is our true original heritage and that is what Vedanta movement is all about. So let me start from this premise. What is Vedanta? Is it only a flight of imagination? Is it only an academic pursuit? Does it have any relevance, any bearing to our day-to-day -day life when we are exposed so many vagaries of situation and so many ups and downs of life and such an amount of inconsistency and transitoriness? Does it help? The purpose of today's talk will rotate around these ideas. Let us then, addressing ourselves, reminding ourselves what is our true heritage is, let us now find out how we can manifest that potential divinity already within us. I need your craving and I need your affection, attention. In the Upanishads we find, <clears throat> and Upanishads are the mouthpiece of Vedantic philosophy, they say, look dear, there are two types of education. Dve vidye veti tabye iti hasma yad brahma vido vadanti paracha aparacha. There are two distinct branches of knowledge. We should educate ourselves to learn. That is a particular grammatical usage, which means we should expose ourselves to learn these two branches of knowing which generates knowledge. What are they? One is the sublime knowledge 
and the other is not so sublime it is not denigrated it is not said that you throw it away out of the window it is required in our life but it is not the sublime knowledge paravidya is a sublime knowledge para means sublime akmi pinakli the height above which you can't go that is paravidya and the other is aparavidya please don't get scared that i am quoting from the upanishads use your robust common sense and your faculty of rationality and logicality that should be enough we don't need anything more to be a student and a practitioner of vedantic principles in our day to day life what is paravidya paravidya is knowing which nothing else remains to be known you know the essence of the whole cosmos you grow to that dimension of the divine who is the creator preserver the destroyer of this universe and you enlarge your level of awareness to such an extent that you are totally saturated with the awareness of presence of the divine in your life to such an extent that your small egocentric existence has merged with the divine that is the process of education is an exposure to certain information that information turns into an education that education leads to certain instructions of how to behave how not to behave and the end result is to manifest the potential divinity already within us that is paravidya to put it in a modern language paravidya is that branch of self imposed disciplined education by means of which you absorb those man making character building ideas by absorption the process of being and becoming starts and slowly and slowly you saturate yourself with the awareness of the presence of the divine within you and as you are saturated with it you see it everywhere around you you have divinized yourself the end result of that divinizing is to see the divine everywhere that is the goal of paravidya that is the goal of veda anta anta means acme the climax of knowing veda means to know the climax of knowing is to know that having known which nothing else remains to be known yaya tadaksharam adigamyate by means of which i identify myself 
with that absolute immit immutable eternal spirit or the holy ghost according to christian sciences the torah according to judaism allah khuda ru according to islam atman or brahman according to vedant or hindu sciences this is known as a superior branch of knowing which happens by self education what is aparavidya aparavidya is that sort of learning which helps you to have a mastery on the forces of nature external to yourself and we know what we have done down the flow of time this human society is constantly breaking barriers of knowledge with relation to this nature and the natural world every moment we are breaking those boundaries and the end result is improvement of quality of life comfort and convenience that is what material sciences teaches you and leads you to and spiritual science that is vedanta the subject matter of today's talk helps you how to improve not only the quality of life but the quality of your personality as it is today i know i am a human being i know my identity is mentioned truly and honestly in my passport <laughs> and if you ask me i can give you my vidata or my curriculumity as swami ji out of his affection which blinded him spoke very highly of me i am not that <laughs> but that's my identity in the world that is not your true identity you are true identity is according to christian sciences man is made in the image of god according to vedanta sciences srinanda vishwe amritasya putra listen listen know the dwellers of this universe no isolation dwellers of this universe nobody is excluded listen to me i have reached that level of awareness ame dhavani divyanitastu i have reached that level of awareness and from that experience of that awareness i tell you we are all children of immortal bliss that is what the vedanta sciences tell you christianity says you are made in the image of god god has planted his voice in you known as the voice of conscience follow the dictates of your conscience and you will find your way back to the maker in heaven so that you can enjoy eternal peace in paradise the whole system in one sentence you are made in the image of god 
God has implanted his voice in you known as conscience which constantly tells you do don't do do don't do listen to that voice of God within you it will help you to meet your maker in heaven end result is you enjoy eternal peace and life in paradise here he says believe my dear children you are the children of divine bliss sorrow misery agony and happiness which blasts you all the time is your own mistaken identity rehabilitate yourself in your lost identity remember your heritage and identify yourself as you are one with the divine so dears if you see this is also an aspect of vedantic thinking which is not highlighted all the time it's time enough we remind ourselves one of the excellent approaches of vedant it is a fact of history that such personalities were born in point of time within the domain of history within the domain of legend within the domain of mythology and with the advancing science known as archaeology carbon dating has broken the myth around sri krishna and sri krishna has now been posited in fourth place of time he was born in between such and such an age, age and this was his field of activity and the gita is his creation it is now an historic fact no more a myth or a legend similarly the more archaeological science expands it will invade the future and bring out things from legend and mythology into the domain of history now the world has seen such big figures from the dawn of civilization up till now who are they they were born as humans they lived as a human but their pursuit was to educate themselves in such a manner they can answer this pertinent question who am i what am i what is this first person singular number of english grammar or sanskrit grammar or grammar of almost every language who is he who am i what am i history proves there are people who have been born in this society of ours in this human society and by dint of their sheer will by the blessings of the divine because the divine wants a person in a human form and figure behaving like a human transcend the humanness and manifest through his behavior pattern or her behavior pattern what is it to be one with the divine this is a fact of history you cannot deny and all of them 
have spoken in a language with similes and metaphors and parables and etc etc which was very 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 common at the time when they were born and lived in this world but time flows social values change human attitude changes so a time comes when those noble ideas becomes obsolete and we say the concept of god the concept of soul the concept of atman is a very very fertile imagination of the brain or imagination of a fertile brain it is superstition why existence of god cannot be demonstrated in a lab laboratory so that you perceive it conceive it understand it with your five sense organs therefore it is superstition but the pertinent question asked in return of this statement is can you display yourself your awareness of amness all of us we all say i am i exist can you display that your awareness of amness can you put it in a platter and show it this is what i am nobody can it is beyond your five sense organs but you are convinced to death i am that amness has to be known and vedanta says this amness awareness of this amness in its true perspective in a correct attitude with a clarity of understanding <clears throat> has been the subject matter of all the incarnations the saints the seers the prophets the messenger of god son of god call them by any name they are trying to convince you this is your true original nature and vedanta says all of them are true what is the truth all of them leads to the same goal Sri Ramakrishna used to say in four words arranged properly jato mat tato pat jato means as many mata means religions and ideologies judaism christianity buddhism hinduism taoism zoroastrianism and etc shintoism call it by any name all of them lead to the same goal and what is that goal it is universal psychologically approved it will lead you to such a level of awareness where misery and sadness and unhappiness and greed will not be able to disturb you jam labdhva chaparam labham manyate nadikam tat jasmin sthito na dukkena gurunaapi vichalyate what does he say he says look i promise to you arjuna shri krishna says i will lead you to that goal 
provided you listen to me and follow. Only hearing would not do. You have to practice these ideas in your life. I promise you, I will lead you to the goal. Having reached which, Jam Labdwa, having reached that goal, Aparam Labham Nadikam Vannate, there is nothing better to achieve. And how do you say there is nothing better to achieve? Because Sthitva, having established there, Gurunapi Dukhena, the worst calamity that you can ever dream of, the worst human calamity, will not be able to reach you, will not be able to disturb you, what to speak of disturbing you, will not be able to reach you, will not be able to touch you. You are above all that. I promise you listen to me and manifest that divinity which is already within you, of which you have totally forgotten. This forgetfulness of my heritage has to be corrected. And Vedanta says, this effort since the dawn of human civilization has continued unimpaired as and when it is required the divine, out of sheer endless compassion, has manifested himself in so many different divine forms to help humanity to find its soul. Answer to this perennial question, who am I? So coming back to the subject, Paravidya, which is known as the Vedanta philosophy. It says very simply, please shed all your woolly-headed ideas or all those superstitions which has a hold on us. And this is the worst superstition. I am a frail human, full of frailties and follies, foibles and faults. That is the biggest superstition which has a hold on me. Try to get rid of this superstition. As far as whether God is, not, is or is not, the answer to it is, when you say I am, you identify mistakenly with this body-mind complex. With your passport identity, with your cardicular VT or your biodata. That is a mistake which you have been continuing for whole of this life and maybe I do not know how many previous lives. And that habit of thinking has such a hold on you that you refuse to think and say, yes, that amnes of mine is nothing else but the reflection of the divine. Only the reflective material is tainted Therefore, the reflection is tainted, mutilated, distorted. Correct that instrument of yours, your personality of four facets, rationality, emotionality, ingenuity, and determination. We humans, we are all very proud. 
we are rational intellectuals but we are seized with this superstitious attitude that i am a frail human being full of faults and foibles full of frolics and frivolities i believe in that which is a superstition so dear in swami vivekananda's word you are hypnotized i am teaching you how to dehypnotize you you know that incident in swami vivekananda's life it is very relevant let me quote that incident to you one day swami ji in the states in this country of yours was preaching the lofty ideals of vedanta that you are the eternal spirit you are the taintless you are infinite eternal immutable soul the spirit the holy ghost and swami ji spoke with an authority of experience in it in his command so it went home one lady couldn't stand it any more she raised her hand and she said swami you are a very young handsome fellow your face is very attractive you are an orator by birth i admit all that you are saying now don't try to hypnotize me with your concept of soul and atman <laughs> and it's a fact of life don't try to hypnotize me swami listened kept quiet for a while madam with due apologies and due respect to your views may i say you are already hypnotized i am trying to dehypnotize you <laughs> vedanta tries to dehypnotize us to make ourselves a better specimen of a human being let us start humbly and modestly i am a victim of anger i am a victim of jealousy revenge i am a victim of greed temptation is anybody who says he is not is a fact of life vedanta teaches you you are unnecessarily uselessly diverting your energies through these channels why do you divert this energy in a positive manner asserting the divinity already within you i have a world of provocation to blow my top off in anger i refuse to be provocated isn't that a moral courage a moral strength so i am dehypnotizing myself i was a victim of anger by constant effort however strong the provocation is i refuse to be angry am i not making a man of myself am i not building up a sterling character a person who is born with this biophysical condition victim of excellences the four faculties and victim of six passions vedanta teaches you please be rational please be common sensical direct the flow of your energy to a constructive direction 
in a constructive manner so that all that energy is generated within you to get rid of this superstition that I am a weak, frail human being. Swami used to say, Swamiji used to say, you know what is the worst sin that a man can commit in his life? To think I am a weak man and I am a sinner, that is the worst sin. I admit I am a sinner, nothing could be worse sin than that. If you constantly think of something noble, something good, what you think, so you become. Vedantic principles are based on these robust, commonsensical attitudes. Don't think it's a woolly-headed idea. Don't think it cannot be performed. Only these monks try to perform. It is nobody's exclusive paternal property. Otherwise, God would not have come in, send his son or be incarnated to teach these very principles of life to each and every and all. So it's a universal religion. And you need not move out of the religion in which you are born. You know that religion is as much relevant as any other religion to reach you to that goal. Harmony of all religions. That is what Vedanta teaches you. Because Vedanta looks from such a height when everything looks around the same. It's such a height, a noble vision, which encompasses all ideas under the sun. It's a, it is the message, it is the process of being and becoming a natural, natural flow of growth. Let us remind ourselves, when we were children, our parents taught us, don't think evil of others, don't see evil, don't tell a lie, don't be greedy, be good and be good to others. What does it mean? We were asked to cultivate a process of thinking, an attitudinal correction. Vedanta teaches you that attitudinal correction. I am told I am the divine. My personal experience is I am nowhere near. I am closer to the devil than God divine. That is what I am. What do I do? I think positively man-making, character-building ideas. And you know, dears, it has been analyzed in our Indian scriptures where I don't find that analysis anywhere. The analysis is very simple. All words of wisdom that the incarnations, the saints, the seers, the Son of God, and Messiah's prophets, they all say, you are one with the divine. Be linked up with the awareness of the divine. Even the Islamic sciences say the purpose of being born a human is to develop an unbreakable, endless, devoted, dedicated oneness 
as a servant of the divine the servant has no will of his own he has dedicated will at the feet of his master oneness with the divine in different from different similes different metaphors so vedanta says think good what you think so you become think positively that i am now totally under the hold of my erroneous attitude of myself i have to correct this attitude let us find out what such people who have reached that goal has to say to help me that is why the scriptures of all religions are said to be read it every time as many times as you possibly can and absorb the ideas so i try to rehabilitate myself to my lost identity and i keep on thinking i am the divine i am and he is because the highest confidence factor is awareness of amness i am aware i am all of us are aware we are i am the whole world is aware i am as far as humans are concerned and then this is this is this is this is everything exists isness amness and isness is a grammatical use awareness of satta existence and i am aware i am awareness and existence goes hand in hand i am aware i am i am aware the world is let us add a little more thought i know i am but in ultimate analysis what i say i am is he is the cosmic amness of the divine we are individuals and he is cosmic all comprehensive isless that is the concept of the divine lord god of the universe i am that means in essence he is i am and he is let us first start on this elementary process i am he is so long he is has no scope in our life we are so saturated with our egocentric existence the awareness of presence of the divine is no more available in our life let us make a beginning just as a novice whenever i think i am in the same breath let me add i am and he is what is happening slowly and slowly in your world of thinking the awareness of his presence is being cultivated by you by constant remembrance i am he is 
I am only a mutilated, distorted re reflection of him. Why? Because the mirror that reflects him has a coat of dirt in it. Let me clean up that dirt. I am not creating the reflectivity of the mirror. As soon as that reflectivity is established, because I have cleaned it up, the mirror reflects the true image, 100% correct. He is slowly and slowly grows clear in my life. I am, he is, he is. He is. You are repeating. What is happening? You are creating a force of habit. And what we call our personality today is nothing else but a basket full of various habits which we have created in our past lives. Habit of behaving, habit of emotional reaction, habit of ration thinking. We are slaves of our habit. How did that habit form? By repetitive, similar, willful activity, physically, emotionally, rationally, leaves an indelible mark. Like a ploughfare ploughing the soil at the same time, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. That is how habit forms. Willful, similar activity in three levels of physicality, emotionality and rationality creates a force which comes from repetitiveness that is known as force of habit. What I am today is nothing else but a basket full of habits. The most important habit is I have learned to think I am this body-mind complex. I belong to that suburb, I belong to that city, I belong to that country, that state, that country, that nation. I am identifying myself in a limited manner and that has happened because I am a slave of my past habits. What does Vedanta teaches you? Vedanta tells you, dear, now give yourself a chance, see what happens to you. Convince yourself, I am, because I have to experience that, you can't eliminate your amnets. I am, but he is also. He also is. Slowly and slowly, more intensely, with a sincere urge, you continue to create this thinking in yourself, an attitudinal correction, correction of your attitude, a change in your perspective, Perspective, clarity of your understanding. 
the more you do, what are you doing? You are creating a force of habit. The, the divine is. I am, the divine is. Slowly and slowly, the awareness of presence of the divine in my life increases in dimension. And he takes hold of me. I am a reflection of him. Let me concentrate on the original source, not the reflection. Reflection is mutilated, distorted, deformed. Let me correct my personality. And slowly and slowly and slowly, by this force of new habit that you generate, willful, similar processes of thinking, feeling and behaving transforms your personality as to what would have been the performance of the divine in life. And slowly and slowly, this egocentric, separatist, individualistic attitude makes place for, makes room for the awareness of the presence of the divine in my life. And the life is full of ecstatic divine joy. And slowly and slowly, the force of past habit gets eroded because the new habit, by my cooperation and my dedicated effort, is assuming a bigger momentum of force. This force, slowly and slowly, neutralizes that force. And I become so clean and clear, so pure, that the word, thou art that, you are the divine, we are made in the image of the divine, takes hold of my whole being, and I, this small, frail human being, has transformed this egocentric identity into a divine-centric existence. I become one with the divine. Theoretically, dear, apart from all that academic discussion of Vedanta, from basic, robust common sense and an infallible logic, Vedanta means a man-making, character-building, self-imposed education. That education starts from information, converts itself into education, gives you certain instructions, you follow these instructions, and tomorrow you become one with God. As simple as that. The question is, when will it happen, Swami? <laughs> Maharishi Patanjali, the founder of the Yoga School of Philosophy, in his famous book, The Yoga Darshana, has foreseen these questions of desirous people who want to achieve it. But they are a bit uncertain. When shall I reach that goal? So Maharishi Patanjali 
some seven or eight thousand years ago, foresaw this question of aspirants of spiritual realization. And he used this very small sentence. I'll repeat that for you. And you will see how modern he was even eight thousand years ago. Tibra sambeganam asana. Tibra means in Sanskrit intense, unstoppable, and deep. Sambega is urge, urge or desire to achieve. Tibra sambeganam asana. Asana means immediate, round the corner. To prove that to be true, please kindly go through the life of Sri Ramakrishna in that latest book of the Divine Play and read the chapter of his austerities. The intensity of that man and the urge and desire to know whether the divine is or is not in the form because he chose to see the divine as the mother of the universe. And the divine was forced to bless him with his divine vision because he said, my life is not worth living. I would rather better take away my life. And he took the sword from the mother's hand and wanted to cut him off. At that nick of the moment, the mother of the divine mother of the universe displayed himself to him. Tibra sambeganam asana. It is proportionate to the intensity of your desire to reach that height of oneness with the divine. And divine eyes your life. And what it is, what does it mean? You live in God all the time, with God all the time, for the sake of serving the divine in every moment of your life, and that too only happens by the grace of God. You live in God, with God, for the sake of serving God. That too by the grace of God. Nothing but God in your life and your life flows. You don't grow two horns and a long tail to prove that you are a Vedantin or you are a spiritual person. You are a normal human being. You have got rid of your abnormalities your superstitions that I am a frail human. I am in the hands of the divine. He guides me, he takes me around, he makes me do what he wants me to do. I am totally one with him. The image and the reflection all become one. This is the end of Vedantic pursuits. So please don't be afraid of the word Vedanta. Don't be carried away by what the Upanishads say or what this and that. If you have that academic inclination, we are always at your service. And there are wonderful translations of the Upanishads, especially by our Swami Nikhilanandaji and by our ex-president of India, Dr. Sarvapalli Radhakrishnan. And there are many others. I am only naming the two. If you want to whet your appetite, 
for intelligent understanding, you can expose yourself to it. But the easiest method to understand what Vedanta is, is to study the life and teaching of this divine trinity. The Holy Mother, Sri Ramakrishna, the Guru, Guru Maharaj, and his illustrious child, Swami Vivekananda. And you will see as clear as daylight the spiritual life can be practiced with the flow of my worldly life. I play with both my hands. Material prosperity, spiritual prosperity goes hand in hand. But a time will come when you will feel my energy is limited. I would not like to waste it in that direction. You will feel and automatically it will fall off from you and total energy that this mechanism generates goes towards to identify oneness with the divine. So dears, with these few words I take leave of you and may the compassionate blessings of the divine trinity be ever showered on us endlessly is my very humble, sincere prayers for you all. Thank you, including myself. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not.